Hey everyone, welcome to Living the Liminal, Braving the Edge podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. I am Christy Peck, an intuitive life coach, mentor to many, and writer and author. Beyond this podcast, I wrote a book about transformation and the journey to wholeness called Coming Home, A Love Story. You can find it on Amazon or my website at www.christypeck.com, along with a lot of other resources and ways to get in touch with me if you're interested or curious about what coaching can do for you. This podcast is a place, a conversation, a learning classroom. We talk and we share stories about what it means to live fully alive in the in-between. That pause can be truly frightening as hell and magically splendid at the same time. Authentically meeting our moments is what we are here for. And together, we can nourish our hearts and soul with creativity and adventure. I mean, come on, let's get messy here. Bold courage. Why don't we just go for it? Full-on emotions. Because why not? Your wild instinct and intuition that honestly often gets set aside in our busy lives. And of course, my favorite, inspiration. We really do need this lifeline. I am so glad you are here. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to Living the Liminal this week. It's Christy. I'm so glad you're here listening with me and I get this opportunity to share some wisdom from the past couple weeks. Um, It's the new year. It's 2023. We are in season 12 and there's been a lot going on. I don't know if you feel the energy of it, but There's a lot of shifting consciously going on. There are a lot of battles that are getting resolved both internally and externally. Um, Dynamics and systems are kind of crumbling and yet being rebuilt in the same like like moment almost. Um, And it's kind of scary, but it's also very sacred to watch. Um, It's It's a learning opportunity for all of us. And so uh, my theme lately seems to be wherever you are, you are. Like you are whole, you are perfect, you are divine, you are infinite, you are just where you are. And if you just pause in that very liminal space and just take the opportunity to kind of look around and think, okay, what am I seeing that once my heart calls to my heart to just explode with excitement. And those are the things we feel grateful for. And then as we look around with a different lens, we think, what are the things that seem to be in contrast? Like the coloring is off, the feeling is off, the balance is off. Okay, there you are. There's your learning opportunities. Open the doorway, take a walk, walk there go there, journey there, adventure there, and discern what it is you came here to learn. And then you can put on a new lens and and look around and just be like in awe of how everything really does work itself out. And I know people say that, and it seems so like shallow, 
and almost stupid in a way that we're saying everything always works out. And, and it sounds like, are you kidding me? No, it doesn't. There are bad things that happen. And yes, there are, you're right. There are bad things that happen. There are challenges that come about, but in some bigger, and this is where you have to put on that third lens in a bigger orchestration of energy and vibration and vitality of our humanness mixed with our, our very divine soulful essence, it always does work out. And that's where you get into concepts like surrender and the synchronicities. And if you subscribe and believe in those things, then life does work out and it works out with ease and grace. And if you don't, then you may find that you're always in a little bit of a battle and you're struggling with the battle because you want it a certain way. I just had an eye-opening experience recently about that. I was um, in my work life. I, I put in a lot of energy. I, I really care about what I put out there. You know, I'm a teacher at heart. And so I'm always careful about, does this teach somebody this? Um, how can this teach somebody? Am I saying it in the right way that will get the point across? Am I communicating in the in a way that someone will hear the message? And um, we we developed this beautiful 21-day program for empowering women. And I was excited about it. And I offered this opportunity to come on with me twice during the 21 days for a, a coaching, free coaching dream talk about, you know, your desires and your dreams for the new year. Um, and, and no one showed up for the hour. And, um, you know, the old pattern in Christy would have been to feel bad about myself, sink into the dark abyss, right? Um, and to, what am I doing wrong? Once again, no one shows up for me. Oh my gosh, you know, this is terrible. I feel bad about myself. I would feel icky. And, and literally in the past, those things can sink me for a while. I think we need to shut everything down. I think I need to do some more thinking about this. And I go into these very toxic self-sabotaging moments. And maybe you're like me in that way. And you know, our sabotaging is tricky. It's kind of like the seduction of the calling. So we get this calling, right? We feel called to a a particular experience. And my calling is to be of service in this way, to provide teaching on these concepts, to talk about this, to share my stories and my lifetime experiences with others, to help others evolve into a state of consciousness where they are actually having some freaking fun. And, and so the seduction of that calling is that there's also, and I'm going to say it because we don't want to talk about it. It's so freaking taboo, but there's a little bit of joy and pleasure that comes by way of the ego narrative. That's like, you're so freaking lousy. You don't even do it right. You're terrible. You don't show up. You show up with dirty hair, wearing your hats. You don't even take a shower before you show up. You don't put on your fake eyelashes like other people. You have all these weird glasses. You don't even know what you're talking about. There's a seduction there. There's a little bit of pleasure in the orchestration of that narrative that keeps us uh, caged into 
where it's almost like caged, caged into a glass ball where we can see out. We see the calling. We see the opportunities in other people. We see that we want something that's beyond what we can what we can get we can get a hold of, right? And it's calling. That's what a calling does. That's what your life purpose does. That's what your mission does. When you feel that explosion, those sparks of energy within your heart and soul and your gut, and you feel so fully alive because you want something so bad, whether it be family, a better relationship, an opportunity, a job, a car, more money, it doesn't matter. It's a calling, calls into us. And there's a theory, right, in, in Eastern wisdom, a theory that says the desire is enough. The calling is enough. Like, but we don't sit with that calling enough to even listen to it, to its wisdom, to let it lead us to the next way. We just all of a sudden get into that ego narrative. See, there's the seduction because it's the duality of it. And the alluring, luring us into, oh yeah, this is how I want it. This is how I want to experience it. But the reality is living our truth is experiencing ourself in a truer way. And that means learning to sit our freaking asses down, receive the guidance from the calling itself. Not think we know how to make that calling happen, but receive the guidance from the calling itself. There's a beautiful poetry book that I will share on the resources for this, this particular episode um, by a local poet that I love her writing. It's so transformational. And, and here's, here's the one. I'm going to share a couple today. In pieces, we fall again and again, embracing death, each loss, a new perspective. If we are truly transforming and if we are evolving, if we are changing, if we are adapting, if we are growing, okay, we are moving in any way, there are 10,000 little bitty tiny deaths that we need to brave the edge on, get closer to, lean into, understand, feel that shit. And if you don't and you bypass that, then you are not living your truth. You are not embracing the experiences that yourself, your true self came here to embrace. And I know we don't want to get close to that stuff. The, the, the taboo topic about death is just awful, right? We miss it. It's a loss. We feel it so deeply. But there are tiny deaths that occur every day. I mean, let's just get real. I'm going to talk about this. Each time you pee and poop, that's a death. Each time you go to sleep and wake up the next morning, it's a death. You've, you've, you've ended something and you're beginning something else. That liminal space of going from one to the other is a tiny, mighty death. And if we can show up for that liminal space, that to me is the freedom of acting in creative curiosity. And I believe that's another way to experience consciousness. And it's another way of understanding showing up. It's that I'm not afraid to face the things I need to face about myself and others. And while it may hurt, and while it may be pleasurable, and while it may be painful, it's also going to be joyful. And I can be in those liminal spaces of holding both, the tension of both, so that 
I can have this conscious reality where, wow, I get to experience it in multiple ways because we are filled with multiplicity. That's what we're here for is to experience multiplicity within ourselves. You are not just one aspect. You are multiple aspects of a whole. You have a lot of different beliefs. You have a lot of different feelings. You have a lot of different emotions. You have a lot of different things you want and desires in your heart. There's no one that's going to get you. And that's why we can make a thousand mighty little decisions and we can experience a thousand mighty little deaths so that we can experience the joy of a thousand mighty little beginnings and rebirths. And it's just the ongoing evolution. That's the infinite within us. And what I love about the concept of just like showing up in this creative curiosity and the freedom that it allows us is that it just offers such an abundance of what's available because the reality is everything's available. Everything you want is available. Everything you want is already within you. So if you're seeking it outside and you're showing up outside of yourself, that's not showing up inside of yourself. And what if we inverted that to show up more internally for ourselves? And we really understood the seduction of the calling. And we understood that in that seduction, there are going to be taboo moments of getting closer to the real narrative that's playing out so that we can invert that and go closer to the more truthful narrative that we need to, that we're being called to understand and accept and integrate. And it doesn't always feel good. You know, one of the things I had to admit just recently was I don't receive well. I'm, I'm a good giver. I'm a really good giver. I am not always a really good receiver. And it's so interesting because I consider myself highly intuitive. I can channel angels and spirits and loved ones and spirit guides, uh, animals, uh, communication and messages from the divine. I can, I can do all that. So that's a little bit of receiving. But in the bigger aspect, I have, I've put limits and barriers up because, because my early on experiences were not that. And I had to shield my heart. I didn't want my heart to open in that way. And, I, and I'm afraid of being hurt in that way. And so the big lesson for me in living my truth for 2023 is this creative curiosity, stepping a little closer to asking some of those harder questions like, what does this really mean about me? What does this really mean for me? What is a possibility that could occur here? And why am I so afraid of this? Because this is really, really cool. You know, um, if, if it's, a, it's a showing up is about aligning with what is right within your soul and you know it. So in the midst of this experience about how, you know, um, the participants in my program did not show up from our coaching call, uh, the next morning I... Um, was was lighting some Paleo Santo, which I, I normally do in the morning just to kind of clear the energy of my office. But this particular experience was so different than any other experience. Usually I light the Paleo Santo, it kind of ignites a big, big flame and I let it go for a while and then I blow it out. 
and then it you know starts to burn and I take it everywhere I want to clear the energy out and then I kind of let it sit in a spot it burns until it's done and then I put it back in the on the spot on the shelf okay did you hear what I just said I I I I I so this time I don't know something was it was the seduction of the the inverted calling I allowed the calling to come in different and I felt like I wanted to light the Paleo Santo. So I sat down with it and I just took the, the lighter and I lit the very tip, which is, is sort of like the concept and the, 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 um, the metaphor for going back to the origin. So I lit the tip and, and all of a sudden this like really small, beautiful flame just started and it didn't move like it did before, like it used to do. It did it. It didn't get bigger. It just kind of sat there. And I just stared at it. It was such a peaceful experience. But something different happened this time for me to see because I was wearing different lenses. I was willing to receive the calling and I was willing to receive the wisdom from the calling that was seducing me. And as I'm watching this flame, I begin to see little sparks pop out of the flame. I have never seen this before in all my years of, of lighting Paleo Santo in the morning. I've never seen this. This was a orchestrated divine enlightenment moment for me. So I'm watching these little sparks kind of pop out. They're just tiny, tiny little. And I just sat there and I started to breathe more calmly and just to let things roll off of me and to let myself just be in this pause of this liminal space between what I want and what is happening, between giving and receiving, between uh, nighttime and morning. And I just watched the sparks. And then in a moment, the sparks kind of calmed. The flame went from you know, the way a flame looks like an inverted heart, which is interesting, right? To almost like a blue bubble. It like literally went, and it was a bubble. And then all of a sudden the bubble kind of burst and the smoke started and the smoke went in just one line straight up. It was like, I was in this, this moment and I was like, and because I have so many, um, clear receptors, I was able to hear a message that instantly just floated to me. Again, the wisdom of the calling coming to me, which was, you just need to be in alignment and you are in alignment with your soul. Don't worry about the external. Just be in alignment with your soul. And I was like, so much about showing up is I'm showing up in this experience. I'm showing up out there. I'm showing up over there. I'm showing up for you. I'm showing up in this relationship. But how often do we really show up in alignment with our soul? How often do we really sit in the liminal space of knowing and not knowing so that we can receive the wisdom of the calling and let it guide us to the next spot? I don't have all of the answers. I never feel like I need, I feel like one question leads me to freaking another question. 
which then makes me cry, which then makes me like want to burst with, I don't know, some silly little freaking rain rage or whatever. But this is where I'm at today. That I think the freedom of creativity is about learning to be in alignment with your soul and to show up with creative curiosity. And creativity to me is nothing but divine openness to abundance. So it's this beautiful tension between giving and receiving and learning to sit with hands wide open, heart wide open, and know that you are also being held wide open to whatever comes, whoever you are, whoever shows up, whoever doesn't show up, in, how, in whatever way that you are experiencing your true self. That's really what to me showing up means. It's a freedom to be creative. And we get the choice and the opportunity to, to shift and adjust our minds to better integrate and align with our soul. And I think there's no other more beautiful place to be in our experiences. And I believe we're all here to help each other do that. And there's lots of ways to get there. And, and that's really, to me right now, as I'm sitting here, what it means to live in the liminal is here's my newest lesson and I'm sharing it with you today. And I hope that this maybe brings you a, an inner sense of union that you can start to wrestle with. See, I believe there's a lot of power and a lot of fun in the wrestling because you get to kind of play around with, okay, what's mine? What's not mine? What am I going to work with? What am I going to adjust about the way I think and act and behave and what I want for, for me and others? And everything is an opportunity. Um, and it's about understanding that we show up internally and we show up aligned with our, our, our divine soul purpose. And, and I'm even kind of like wishy-washy about using the word purpose. We, we, we show up aligned to our soul feeling of whatever the calling is, whatever is coming there. And, and then we kind of wait for, and we listen for the wisdom of that calling so that we then can begin to determine what lens do I need to look through in order to see it out there? Because if you are experiencing something that you don't like the way you see it, you don't like the way it feels, you don't like the way it's happening, that's an opportunity to say, am I aligned with my soul? Am I really sitting in this centered place between the tension of all these things that are going on outside of me? Who am I here? And, and if this is not what I like and my body is showing me and my mind is all jumbled like a monkey flopping around, okay, there's the opportunity. There you are. There you are. And then you get to authentically choose. What do you want? Because what you want is going to lead you more to who you are. And, and then you get to kind of work with that. And if you can't work with that on your own and you keep coming up against the same 
thing happening over and over, the same conversations, the same arguments, the same battles, the same feelings, then there, then there you are. Find somebody. There's so many people that can help you get where you need to go. Ask. And if you don't know how to ask, then ask God. Because that's the gift of divine in you. God, meet God there and say, I don't know, but I'm going to need you to show me because I'm confused. And then you show up. You just step into that space and you just kind of sit there like, and you imagine, okay, use that imagination of the story I just talked about with Paleo Santo. You imagine there is a flame it is your heart inverted, ready to receive, ready to be open to the learning and the lessons available to you in your questioning, in your creative curiosity. You, you imagine, close your eyes and you imagine the flame and you imagine these little sparks. These sparks are filled with lessons and experiences and relationships that are going to keep showing up for you. And then you imagine that the heart and the spark they become one, they become a ball because they are the sacred divinity of your soul ready to burst forward in alignment in order for you to acquire the learning, integrate it, become more conscious and step into another truth. And it's the ongoing evolution of our soul. And that is why we're here. And it sounds woo-woo. I know it sounds kind of crazy. I think sometimes too, it sounds crazy. Because it seems so in contrast with reality. But when you start to practice this, it's not that off. It's not that woo-woo. And it's not that scary. It is the purest form of love and intention and vitality. And it's joyful and it's funny and it's hilarious and it's peaceful and it's happiness and it's calm. And it's filled with integrity and intention. And it's prosperous, just keeps going. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful process for how do we live fully alive in the liminal space of everything? Because there's a liminal space in everything. And if you can find it, and if you could sacredness it, I know that maybe not is a word, but I'm going to use it anyway. But if you could cultivate the sanctuary there of that liminal space and create home, you just come back home every time and you receive. And so I just want to leave you with a couple things. Encourage you. I empower you. I, I am rooting for you to face the death of your truth every day, every minute of every day. And as you do, I believe you will experience joy, love, freedom, abundance in a completely new way. And I want for you those things. I also want to leave you with the practice of showing up, not for other people, not for experiences, not for the job, not for the community, but ask yourself, how am I showing up for me today? Not the me that you created so you fit in, but the me that's calling, the seduction of your calling and really face that seduction because it's got pleasure and it's got pain. And I believe that when you can do that, you will once again experience the joy, the abundance, the freedom, 
the happiness and the peace of consciousness. And that's really why we're here is to keep experiencing ourself in that way and the expression of ourself in that way. So I thank you so much for being here today. It's been an honor to have this little bit of a conversation. I feel really energized and cool and good. And I hope you do too. And I want you to braid those edges. I want you to live in the liminal. I want you to find joy, peace, abundance, satisfaction, and experience the full expression of yourself. I love you. Peace out, my friends. Thank you again for being here with us today. I know that there are a million things that we are all doing every day. And the simple fact that you are here with us today, I am so very appreciative. Did you enjoy the show today? Did you have an aha? If you did, leave a comment or email me at christy at christypeck.com. We love to read your thoughts, your insights, and your wisdom. Have any questions for us? We provide the show notes. You can email me at christy at christypeck.com. Or if you are listening on the Anchor app, you can leave a voice comment or a question. If you are ready and interested to explore coaching or looking for ways to learn with me, go to my website at www.christypeck.com, where you will find all kinds of good opportunities. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, my friends.